0: The last time MSU won a natty, we lost a right state in the run-up to conference play. The thing is, it's been three years, and the staff still hasn't filled AJ's Adderall prescription. You're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to... Not not an emergency episode of Can't Read <laughs> Can't Write, the oh podcast that proves Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined as always by Xavier Booker's personal scheduler Kevin Greck, and the only guy besides Tom Izzo who thinks Tyson played like shit, Alex Plum. He did. Garbage. Oh. Uh, Good. Yes. There will be disagreement
1: on this episode. We're at each other's throats about how awful this team performed. <laughs> <laughs> there,
0: there's enough blame to go around that we have plenty to talk about. Uh, so, I like uh, how
1: we have emergency podcasts under three circumstances. <laughs> coach retiring, coach hiring, and basketball loses and we lose our minds. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I think this is actually the first emergency pot I've called. So yeah. mm. I want to I thank you for humoring me.
1: Not only this, let's lift back at the curtain, Jonesy. Not only did Plum instigate this.
0: Yeah. But insisted. he, put- he Multiple times in the group chat, insisted yeah. on it. And then I, I called did. you and you're like, I was hoping this wasn't real. I was hoping I could just not acknowledge it and mm-hmm. it would die. But mm-hmm.
1: low, here we are. But the thing is, <laughs> listeners, he also put work into an outline. He's organized his thoughts. It does trail off in areas and it just becomes oh, yeah. like ravings.
2: Yeah. Um, and at hominem attacks at Graham Couch. <laughs> like, oh, Graham. <laughs> Graham, if you're listening, stay tuned. <laughs> you
1: you <laughs> will not be spared. It appears that he's copied and pasted in elements of the Michigan Manifesto. Nothing. It's not cleared which one. Uh, they're in here as well. But it's an amount of work that he doesn't put into anything else. But we're here now. <laughs>
0: And and that is how angry Alex Plum is. Uh, All right. Uh, I guess we should acknowledge the table stakes that obviously this is the first uh, top five AP team to lose a season opener to an unranked opponent since 92, and the first Izzo loss in November. Uh, So that is why we're having this episode. Uh, We want to thank you for listening. Uh, If you have not yet, uh, and you want to enjoy maybe... Positive negativity, you can listen to our episode that came out on regularly scheduled on Monday. Uh, As usual, if we could ask a small favor, please share the pod with Spartans Your Life. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And of course, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Spartan underscore pod. Gentlemen, football is not leading this week.
1: But I think Plum should go through the outline.
0: Yeah. Mm, uh, Well, I don't know that we want that to happen. It's just going to devolve
2: it's not, outline is a generous word for the screed that i have <laughs> populating your computer screens right now uh we're gonna just start i think with some high notes for how the game uh i was gonna say progressed but i think devolved is the better uh is the better mm. is the better word well yeah i guess it kind there was of a progressed. crescendo it was at a crescendo time but then a real denouement mm. uh i've got some thoughts the boys have got some thoughts Graham had some idiotic thoughts. And then because we still have hope that Southern Indiana can't hurt us this badly, we'll end with high points uh, and, and let us all go out on a on a sense of hope as misplaced as it may be.
0: All right. Well, so let's start at the start, because the start has not. The start has been a problem. For A.J. Hogard-led teams, for as long as A.J. Hogard has led teams, mm-hmm. we complained about this last year. We've made the Adderall joke before. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. You know, Tom said he was battling cramps. Okay. Don't play then. Or, but, like, it It doesn't explain some of the things. Uh, so... This isn't, and I guess credit to James Madison. I think they came out with a strong strategy of playing super physical. Refs were going to call what they were going to call, but they weren't going to back down from playing physical, getting our grill. Like you got to tip the cap, right? Well, and let's
2: and let's talk about that because we had mentioned tempo. I mean, that was the one thing this team had going for them when we recorded on Sunday and said this was going to be a fast-paced team. In fact, they were. Uh, and credit to them for that and to your point Jonesy about physicality i think i tuned in 6 or 7 minutes late and they were already i think we were already in the bonus we were yeah, in the yeah, bonus yeah. with 13 or 14 minutes left in the first half um so they were playing dudes with three fouls in the first half
1: in the first half like in, this like, was an eight exhibition 8 minutes
2: left in the first half and they didn't have their first guy hit 5 fouls until i think the overtime
1: until after we had a guy hit 5
2: fouls so talk about yeah. discipline Talk about what's possible. <laughs> you can play physical and you can come out with a commanding lead. This team was not ready for that at all. And then the, and then James Madison, credit to them, because then they were disciplined to rein it back in. It was an impressive performance from an opponent. I
0: yeah. also wonder, and this isn't a critique of the refs, and to be very clear, the referees had nothing to do with Michigan State losing this game. But I also wonder if there's a bit of a gambit there mm-hmm. that like first game of the season, I bet the refs don't have the stones to foul out a bunch of our dudes. Mm. And like, I I, maybe, maybe not, but like either way, I respect the hell out of the, the strategy that they led with. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we're going to, Plum's going to get his critique of Tyson Walker in, but I, I did enjoy him knowing who had four fouls on the floor and always choosing to go for the layup when they couldn't defend him. Yeah. Um, But so slow starts, I think that's one. Uh, shooting is the next theme. It was bad at the start and bad throughout. Are you telling me one for
1: 20 from three is not good shooting, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Just for, for, co- for context, I, I'm going to double check this. But I am pretty sure in the dreaded Syracuse Syracuse game that everyone remembers... We shot better than 1 for twenty, four for 20 in that game, I believe. And you know what happens if we shot 4 for 20 in this game? We win by 10 points. (laughs) My god. Like, that's how (laughs) catastrophic of a shooting performance this was. So, uh... We we need to mention here uh, some statistics. They're
2: not the whole story, but they're a lot of the story. This is, this is for me where, um... This is for me where the, where the wheels went off the bus. I think we've got we to jump into AJ a little bit here. Uh, let's be happy with his three assists. I think someone asked mm-hmm. us some Twitter questions on Sunday. Uh, some hot statistic. Didn't they say, what is your hot statistic? And one of you said, AJ will have seven assists. Yeah, that was wrong. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that was a conservative number. So I did say average
1: seven assists.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, was this a set question on the season? Well, mm-hmm. we've led this off real nice. Um, that's the one job this guy has is uh, command presence. You can play with cramps and still elect not to not to drive the lane and give the ball to literally anyone else. Frankly, if you just gave it to the referee and went and defended, we would have had the same performance, and you would have had some more self-respect. You certainly wouldn't have had the statistics Uh, Now to just make your ratio so fucking bad that you look like, I don't know. Well, let me tell you what you look like. You look like the, you look like the guy that Graham couch described in a flattering November fifth puff piece about AJ Hogard. When he quoted Tom Izzo saying he's come a long way, but he's got a lot, a lot of a way to go. And, and Graham, your point was, wow, Tom could have said that in 2021 or, 2022, yep. indeed, we're, we're in trouble. And- AJ Hogard's shooting statistics,
1: statistics for this game. Two for six at the rim, poor. <laughs> o for one from mid-range. And O for four
0: from three. And, and for those poor who- Poor
1: and worse and abysmal.
0: Yeah, and, and just for, for folks who maybe are tuning back up, into basketball season the same way that we are that the analytics suggest there are two good shots to take. There's at the rim and three pointers
1: Dope.
0: and at the rim, you need like two for six would be a fine percentage for AJ Hogard from behind the arc. That is an unacceptable percentage. At but the he, rim. but he could not. And and the, and, it, and this wasn't
2: just him. This entire team struggled with layups, and it is inexplicable. Carson Cooper – did I make that name up? That's his first name, right? That's right. Uh, yes. O for 4. Mm. O for 4 from the field. So, no, O for 4 from the free, from throw. Oh, from line. The free, free throw, throw line. line. Oh, from the free throw line. Attempted no
1: yeah. actual shots.
2: Attempted no actual shots. Okay, who am I thinking of then? Because the uh, – and maybe it was Aikens. There was – Actually, I think Akins drained one or two of his whole, like fade away mid-range jumpers which always give me indigestion.
1: Akins was 1 for 4 at the rim.
0: <clears throat> it is you get from talking field.
1: about Akins and Hall, we won't be able to talk about anything else for the rest Correct. of the podcast. Correct.
0: Well, we're we're going to talk Akins and Hall here in a little bit. So uh not to cut you off, Plum, but like No, no. I mean it,
2: it, we got to move on because it's uh it starts with AJ. We'll get back into him a little bit, but but this is this is an utter collapse from AJ Hogard and and his crew. The veterans lost this game today or yep. yesterday, and this is
0: fully fu- the lodestone deserves to be fully around their necks.
2: Yes, agree.
0: So, well, so let's move to those other veterans, and then we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk some free throw shooting here in a little bit, uh, but uh, Greg, don't don't look at the. Uh, don't look at the
1: stats that we all have in front of us. Guess how many minutes uh, Jaden Aikens played just from his impact on the game or how much you noticed that he was breathing and alive. 14. Okay.
0: Jonesy? Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to, in my mind, 13, but I was going to adjust up to 18 because, you know. (laughs) Yeah. You got
1: to put the Aikens stream. It's 28. (laughs) 28 minutes were spent on the court. And this man was 1 for 4 from the rim, as we said. He oh. is 0 for 4 from three-point land. He basically doesn't contribute in any meaningful way. He picks up some boards. He had, he had, he had 11 boards. Rebounds.
0: That's uh, it. I, truthfully, I think the more alarming thing is that he had 10 shots, and I didn't know. I mean, because they
2: were garbage shots, forced shot selection. I could not believe this sort of ring around the rosy game that this team continues to play against opponents who who shouldn't be good enough to defend in the paint. Defensively, James Madison is not a team you look at and go, oh, God, they're really going to lock us out. We could not penetrate For the, for the vast majority of the first half, it was well into the second half before we really were getting into the lane with any consistency. It didn't matter that none of our shots could fall, but we weren't attempting it even in the first half. And this is why I think we were down 15. Was that the biggest point differential? 12, 13, um, in the first half, because we just wouldn't get in there. Uh, Three-point shot selection, obviously. I don't know. You, I guess you can have nights when the threes don't land. That's a three-point. The rest of this, though? So I was on record on Sunday saying it was Jaden Aikens. He was the guy. He's yeah. the guy. That fucking puff piece about AJ, fuck that. Yeah. It's Aikens. Aikens is the veteran we need to be relying on, and he fucked me like a dog. Well, Hall also. Well, oh, we so haven't truly. even gotten
0: to Hall yet. Let's let's. I uh, want to unpack something you said, though Plum, because this is and this will segue nicely into Hall. But the the inability to get to the rim. There's someone from last year's team who's not on this team. That person shot the three pointer. Great. Yeah. Joey Hauser not being here provide spacing on the floor that allows other guys to get to the rim. You'll notice when Tyson Walker hit layup after layup, after layup, after layup, it was because we spread everybody else out of his way. Yep. And, but in our sets uh, that right now, if we don't rectify the shooting, I, I mean, I don't see how this is happening. And you know, who shot looks ugliest of them all Will we call. Yeah. well, Malik had a bad, bad day. Uh, the statistics, I'm
2: not even going to get into. He looked lost. He was confused. He was a horrible defender. The ma- I, I'm blaming the majority, all of the threes that we surrendered to James Madison on Malik Hall. He was routinely in his own guys' ways. Uh, they could have called him for three-second violations on the offensive side, for being in the lane, because he was just posted up there like a fucking imbecile. I don't know to what end. um he he was not positive. He wasn't hopeful. He wasn't conveying any sense of spirit or umph. He just looked like a just devoid of emotion deficit to
1: that point, do you remember the play where he just bumbled himself into? Into Bickerstaff or whatever his name is, a dude who himself this I think what <laughs> killed me the most is Bickerstaff's annihilating us. He's a grad transfer from Boston College where he couldn't even play a role, and he looked like he had no interest in beating number four Michigan State on the road in East Lansing. He he looked like he was bumbling through it, like but doing so. Bl- Successfully. And Malik Hall Mm -hmm. just sort of uses both hands to dribble back and forth and kind of trips into him and coughs the ball up in overtime. And it was just the perfect image of Malik Hall's performance
2: in this game
1: and where he is in his maturation as a
2: basketball player. We just got to say, when Malik Hall, Jaden Akins, and Ajo Hoggard all go 0 for four behind the three point line, we are fucked. Can't win. You cannot win. Can't win. You cannot win. Twelve fuck, uh, fuck me. One for twenty. But when the veterans can't get them to fall, so I want to step back because this is a bigger. I mean, this is this is on the veterans explicitly and clearly. But I'm concerned that Grandpa Tom is is going to have to be taken out behind the old horse barn and shot because he's <laughs> getting lost on his fundamental responsibility which is to find one or two rotations of players and stick with them we suffered all of last season because he insisted on giving double minutes double digit minutes to 15, 16 players a game. Frankly, an inexplicably high number of players given the total number of minutes that can be played in a game. And yet, he did it. The rotations were st- and the permutations were so confusing, so elaborate. It was as if every player played with every other player for at yeah. least two minutes. And nothing good can come out of that. You can't develop rhythm. And we're seeing it again with the one exception of Xavier Booker, who won't play more than five minutes because he can't wake himself up to get to practice or class or wherever the hell he's supposed to be uh, on time. Yeah, five minutes in the
1: game, none in the second half or overtime. One of the best is maybe the
2: best recruited, highest recruited player ever.
0: Yeah, since the rankings have been around.
2: And by the way, the only motherfucker who was able to hit all of his free throws all both (laughs) i don't care i don't care if it's both i don't care if it's all is all if you get the and one and that's the only thing you contribute but my christian brothers i have come to believe that the lord our god is ready to smite us and the entire breslin center that Brimstone and fire shall rain upon us for our sins. Sins I didn't know we committed, but my God, we have committed them. And we know this to be true because, Mike, you advised me before we hit record tonight that the night before the James Madison game, Izzo was having them watch film as they do in in every before game practice and do one thing, practice their free throws. Which, Tom claims, what was it? 90%. 90% 90%. 90% as a, team. as a team. My God, even A.J. Hogard, poor, lowly A.J. Hogard, not even dull Malik Hall, dull Malik Hall. could bring Sad. the average below 90%. My Lord and my God. But boy, <laughs> my God, boy, did they absolutely hump the dolphin on this one. I don't know where to begin. 62% from the charity stripe. Cooper 0 for 4. Tyson 11 for 17. I I should have looked up what his percentage was last year.
0: He's an 80% free throw shooter.
2: An 80% free throw shooter. What's 11 divided by 17? Is that 80? Is that? No. Is that close to 80? Um I don't I, how do you how do you how do you square that circle? How do you make sense? Of a of a te- this is a man in Tom Izzo, for whom two things and two things only matter in basketball games, rebounds and free throws, and we defending also. We- well, fine,
0: but I just mean like,
2: yeah, y- y- I
0: oh, if well,
1: I'm looking at the career stats for Malik Hall.
0: <laughs> oh boy,
1: and they no. just... They just don't progress. They mm-hmm. just—they're the same kind of throughout. And he had—he had a worse year last year than he did. But even in his first three years, they're just very plateaued. And obviously, you can't judge his entire super senior senior year off of this one game. But yes, like, you can.
2: Yeah, and you should. In... And do you know who else should? NBA scouts should be. <laughs> NBA scouts should be sending letters to their parents and saying to them, "Hi, I know your kid never had a shot in the league, but I want you to know after what we just saw, their children and their grandchildren also will never have a shot in the league." Yep. So, don't try.
1: Yeah, that well is poison now. Um, I made can the we... observation uh it, you know, in the, in the in the bathroom brushing teeth last night. <laughs> uh this is where we have our our conversations in the house uh that Malik Hall should have been invited to go to the transfer portal uh last year and I think it's true i'm gonna say it here
2: as well oh, there's there's time for someone to break his other foot I, I i'm i'm you know i don't and I'm not saying that that should happen I'm just saying there is st- there's time for me to break my foot you know it's time for all of us to break our feet
0: but uh let's i so i wanna circle then on two things uh Because this is uh, Malik Hall, Jaden Akins, A.J. Hogard as a collective. It was infuriating watching winning time in this game because it was like no one else out there wanted to play. Right. Besides Tyson Walker. Right. I I was it was literally is anybody going to do anything? Do anything. The, even the screens they were setting for him were half-assed. Oh. And, and
1: and meanwhile, James Madison has like three dudes that are on. It was like effectively one on 3 at the end of that game. And Tyson yeah. was pulling it off for a minute there. But And that's and can I finish your thought? But I, he didn't deserve to win. We we really we should have lost by like 5 in
0: in, in regulation. regulation. Yeah. But in I regulation. I just the Tom talked about after the game about not having leadership. And my God, that's true. We this has been an AJ thing for a while. But if it's not going to be AJ, then it needs to be Malik Hall. If it's not going to be Malik Hall, then it needs to be Jade Nakens. Like one of you needs to say, I demand excellence. And that just isn't there with this team. Mm-hmm. And and so I it's it is. Watching Tyson Walker play is electric. He's incredible and fun, but did anyone want to help? Did anyone want to partake in winning? It's it's as if they didn't want the ball passed to them for fear of screwing up. And and it was embarrassing. I think I I, I agree with you to an extent.
2: I think, and this is, I think, where I where I'm in the Tomazo camp, which I'd love to be in. Except for I did just suggest he needed to be shot behind a horse barn, which is <laughs> probably not one of my more eloquent points. But I don't like it when we get into the just feed Tyson the ball. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, that's what I'm saying. No, no, I know, I know that. But you're saying it because of the perspective of the team had given up. I don't know if the team gave up there. What I saw was Tyson anointing himself to be the savior of the basketball program. And it's easy to score 35 points when your colleagues have just shat the bed and and stopped and like made it be about you. Tyson Walker is not a clutch player. Tyson Walker doesn't bail us out of tight situations. He can do, he can do these runs. He can be semi-effective. He can also trip over himself in the waning seconds of the game and then horse the fucking ball off the front of the rim. He can blow it out the ass on one in one free throws when in game critical moments you are an eighty percent free throw shooter, but but choose to shit the bed now. For whom greatness is happening, then greatness must be expected consistently. And so you know, I have umbrage against AJ Hogard and animus now that can never be erased. But my opprobrium this week is for Tyson. And I get it. We shouldn't have even been here, but we shouldn't have been here. We didn't deserve to win the game, so fuck the 35 points. We didn't need them. They didn't help us. We didn't win. He collapsed when we needed him to be strong. And I get that it's unfair, and I get that it's just not on him, but he failed to be the consistent leader, and I don't care how tired he was, and I don't care how many fucking minutes he played. Miss me on all of those things. I don't care. And on his leg... His, his, his bum leg. He pissed down that bum leg all over the car. So don't be the guy. Don't expect to be the guy. Don't anoint yourself to be the guy. Require greatness from your teammates. That's what leadership is. And no one is going to do it. No one. But maybe. Cohen Carr. Ooh.
1: Yeah, you think we can just move on from that? We're, we're not. We are saving Cohen. We'll come back to that. Two points. To make yours, one, <laughs> Amezo agrees with you. He said in the press conference after the game that Tyson didn't have a good game. I think he's probably referencing the misses in the front ends of the one and ones earlier. And the three-point shooting. <clears> and the five. three-point shooting, sure. It's 40%. Fine. Uh, and two, you're also right that we didn't end up winning. And when this has happened in the past, where he takes the game over, you know, like a Kansas State, for example. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also yep. don't win. In those circumstances. Yep.
0: So you are right. Like, what is the point? We're 3-3, three and three, I think, now we're in games where Tyson scores more than 30 points. Yes. Not good. You should be 6-0 and oh in those types of games. But, However, at
1: the same but, time... There was no one else around who was going to get a bucket. Remember that but isn't part that, that I was talking about yep. with Malik Hall, about how we try to get Malik to do something, and he just bumbles it off of himself and then... Uh, vomits and you know forgets like how to walk and and breathe. Um, there's there's no there was no one else in those moments.
2: He did it out of necessity. I, I understand. I understand that. And but but maybe but maybe a <laughs> counterpoint to that then again is. He can only be that great when the rest of his team is literally just choting around, sucking their thumbs in the wrong part of the backcourt. What are you doing back there? You got to come on this side, my friend. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, You know, it's a it's a statistical anomaly. I mean, to your point, Malik Hall has never seen anything close to 30 points in a game. I'm not sure if he's ever seen anything close to 20 points in a game. Well, he did have that Seton Hall game, which nope. I think will just remember. Nope, he doesn't. We, that's not. That conflicts with my narrative. Game. Conflicts with my narrative. Let's not use stats.
1: I think we'll just remember that as like the finest moment of his
0: career. Well, and there's a difference between a guy who did it one time and a guy who's done it six times. Correct. So three and three or not like Tyson Walker has that gear and you can't, and like you can facilitate that gear when clearly no one else showed up that day. Yep. But Malik Hall doesn't have that. And that's the problem. AJ Hogard didn't have it. And we've seen AJ be able to take over this, the way Tyson attacked the basket and was able to get layups. AJ Hogard should have been a bigger factor in this game. Yep. like, Jaden Akins should be able to do this because until Cohen Carr arrived, he was the most athletic dude on the team. One hundred percent. So it is there is a, a a tenacity that is missing from this this uh, <clears throat> yep. you know upper class that is you all gotta find it because there is theoretically enough talent. Like forget Malik Hall for a second. There's enough talent. Yep. But. We should say. I also just as an aside, I think this is a game that if car if that if Jackson Kohler had been healthy, he might have had a pretty productive game. Mm-hmm. They're tallest dude is 6'9". Yeah, we have we have no post game. Like, None. I think Jackson Kohler is a difference maker in this game, but it's not. I'm not going to dwell on that. It's just as an aside for folks who are like, ah, that might help provide some spacing. Um,
2: before we get to. Before we get to the high points and sort of wrap up tonight, can, what is what? Is, well, before we get to Cohen even I mean, he is the only high point in my mind. Mm-hmm. What is the secret here for this team? What was the deficit that that you saw apart from the nebulous leadership? What's the What's the deficit Shoot that has better? to be
0: corrected? Shoot, even mediocre. Besides those two things, do you think it's rebounding, Graham? Did you hear any of us say rebounding
2: tonight, Graham? The hell is wrong with you? You are paid to give opinions, but you can't give opinions like rebounding. Listen, you're batting badly right now, my friend. This week, <laughs> AJ Hogart is the secret to success. Fear's presence was felt on the court and rebounding will determine this team's success. Ah, Uh ah, uh, ah, uh. ah.
1: Uh. I mean, if...
0: Fears did look better this- than AJ.
1: Yeah. If what he are. means by rebounding is that the combination of Sissoko and Cooper need to produce something like <laughs> their numbers next to one another representing the five spot for this team yeah, are rough. And they were physically so much larger than anyone else that James Madison had. And if they had any basketball skill at all, could have imposed that size. You know, I went from watching the Purdue game to this game and some other teams, giant dudes do stuff. So that might be what Graham was talking about with that, because the best rebounder on this team was Jaden Akins, who's one of the worst players on this team.
2: Well, tonight, tonight he was, or last night he was, I, let me just, I, I think that comment is more appropriate in late December after we've seen traction. After we've seen something where the let let's let's finesse the rebounding, okay? That that's a finessable or a X's and O's. What we're talking about is this is the first home opener loss at the Breslin for this team in fifty three years. We collapsed. We mm-hmm. shat on each other's chests in bed. It was oh, the Cleveland Steamer. It was horrific and horstrific. Horstrific. And the issues are abundantly deeper than our capacity to get the five in place to rebound. When you can't shoot in the Breslin at home on your season opener against a Sunbelt team. Rebounding's not the point! So we have phenomenally greater issues to contend with here, and that needs to be the focus. And Tom, who I love and can agree with deeply about, many things, among them how bad Tyson Walker is, his threats to play the freshman had better fucking be a promise. And so with that.
0: I, well, the...
2: He wants to talk about Cohen Carr. I know, but I know, I, I know but, you,
0: but I'm saying outlandish things that you really should respond to. No, 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 no. I, actually, I mean, uh, the there's just so much from this game that like I I can't wrap my head around. We can talk about Cohen. It's fine. It's it's fine. The, I I don't think the freshmen are going to start uh, by the bye. Like, yeah, but they like
1: need that. to start playing more meaningful minutes than this. Xavier Booker can't only play five minutes. We need more from him than right. this. Because well, yeah, if you getting, if you don't have a three
0: point shooter who can stretch the yeah, floor
1: and what we're getting from the other guys is not any good. So at least take the growing pains, at least have someone that can contribute by big 10 season. Um, Tom Carr, was asked
0: about uh, whether this was a wake up call and uh, the, I uh, and he made the comment that this is Michigan state. You need a wake up call and I watching him in the post game. It was a mood from Tom. I'd not seen hmm. it was not belligerent angry. It was quiet, angry and uh, I don't know. I, it was, I'd not seen that from him before, uh, huh. but the one person he did praise The only person he said had a good game was Cohen Carr. Cohen Carr, 28 minutes played, uh, four for six from the line, five for six from the field, I think at least two and ones, 14 points in total, six rebounds, one foul, one block. I think actually got in trouble for the block because uh, he like volleyball swatted it so hard that it's like Mm -hmm. you actually probably should have I don't know, maybe we'd like to be able to recover that block, you know what? Yeah. Like you didn't you could have caught that. You didn't need to do that. Yeah. You were that high up in the air.
1: You could if, have just if it. If we get the ball after you do that, we then have the ball instead of giving it back to them. Yeah. But it it's okay. It's okay. And he did have a couple defensive lapses that resulted in points for oh, James. Madison. I'm forgetting AJ
2: Hogarth's foul on the three point shot. <laughs> yep. Don't worry. He only made the guy only made two of those three, three, uh, three points that he was given there. So all wasn't but lost. Cohen Carr was pure the hustle. game, pure hustle in this
1: game. Pure hustle and athleticism, and get to it. Uh, like,
0: bravo! Like, I loved it. Um, yeah. When you talk like, I think the the term OKG um yeah. gets oh, has gotten a little. Um, copy of a copy of a copy, right? Mm-hmm. It gets a little washed mm-hmm. out. Yeah, but I think Cohen Carr is actually that. A seems like a really nice kid, but B, uh, does all of that hustle stuff, and there's a want to win that is, uh, fierce. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, there's a. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that he plays angry, but. I don't know. You can tell that he'll do what it takes. So I'm, but the athleticism on that guy is wild. Yeah.
1: One of his putbacks, like he had the ball like at his belt line and then it was just in the hoop and like a fraction of it was
0: wild. Um, And then there was the, the, it wasn't even a dunk. (laughs) It was just sort of a, a layup in, Mm -hmm. but Showed tons of body control. In finesse, uh, Very pretty. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, you know, no one had seen in his game because it's all dunk highlights. Right. <laughs> he,
1: uh, and I know that Booker only played five minutes, but they were a solid five. We need more.
0: We need Apparently more get- that was uh, lineup dependent is what Tom said. He well, <laughs> said it was because of the matchup against James Madison that he didn't think because they were shorter and quicker that Booker would be able to hang. But I would suggest, Tom, we needed to score points, and there were plenty of defensive lapses. I,
1: yeah, I would suggest we didn't end up hanging, did we?
0: Yeah. Also, how does a McDonald's
1: All-American not hang with some dudes from uh, James Madison would be my
2: question. A lot of questions. Yeah. <sighs> but he looked good. We like Cohen Carr, and uh, the future is bright for him. And he's the only person that gives me any hope for this team.
1: Well, do we bother the, looking forward like right now?
2: No. Oh Yeah. Yeah. We're going to win the national championship. Cohen Carr is going to score 36 points and then in the title <laughs> game.
0: So we play Southern Indiana on Thursday and we're not in theory as we talked about on Monday's episode going to learn very much in that, uh, that game because, uh, they're bad. Um, so we should win by a lot. A ten-point win, you should be bothered by unless it's a lot of Steven Izzo time. But then we played Duke the following week in the Champions Classic. So buckle up, everyone. Um this loss, I hope, isn't gonna hurt us too much come tournament time. This let's assume that the season gets back on track and we're still feeling good come March. Uh with any luck, James Madison ends up being as good of a bad loss as you could possibly have. Here, here. Here, here.
1: Put it in that quadrant two, please.
0: Yeah, just barely. Uh, Well, uh, I feel cathartic Hmm. How are you guys feeling? Uh, I
1: am glad that you said that we should watch out for this team, and I am glad that I've said multiple times that I was concerned about its starting lineup and seniors in their potential,
0: but bro, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, I really hope that they take it out on Southern Indiana. I really hope that they way. take it out on themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, that first. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The gnashing of teeth and the, um, the self-flagellating would be frankly, if we could get that on
0: film, that would help me.
2: <laughs> we could all enjoy it together.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It helped me. well, uh, Thanks, for Green hands is back. Yes. Uh,
2: Thanks. This is fun. Should do this more often.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to that, buddy. All right, gentlemen. It's been fun. Go green. Go away. Go away.